we're going to get into the five things. So what are the five things in hindsight? They are initially, if you hadn't done this already, which you should, as soon as you begin to hear rumors, to start interviewing attorneys. And when you start talking to different attorneys, you want to know that they're, fra- they're practicing white-collar attorneys, that they practice federal criminal t- defense, they practice in federal court, and that they're practicing and they have cases, example of cases similar to yours. Next is that you want to see if you can call some of their clients. I mean, they may have clients. I mean, in the federal system, once you get indicted or you hear rumors or get a target letter, 98% are going to go to prison. And so there's not a successful, if, you're, if your attorney wants to go to trial or like minded agrees to appeal a part of the indictment or anything, what I should have asked is how successful he's been in the past or she has been in the past because 98% of them are fail. I was one of the ones that failed. But you want to go ahead and speak at referrals. You also want to read several of the sentencing memorandums. And it's true that these are all HIPAA protected. Well, I mean, if it is old school and it's on a piece of paper, they can take a black magic marker. If it's on a computer PDF, well, through a PDF, they can just redact it and take a, you know, just black, they can go, the person will know what to do, but you can redact it and it'll put a black mark over it. That's the first thing. <clears throat> the second thing is that ask your attorney what, let me back up. Your attorney initially will have spoke after there's a guilty, if you've pled guilty, as soon as that has happened, your attorney will have already spoken with, with the prosecutor. And there's a litany of things that they are going to learn from the prosecutor, or not the prosecutor, the probation officer. They need to know the date of the pre-sentence interview. They're going to know, they need to know the date that the probation officer has to have the, their final official pre-sentence report their dictation date for that to have that into their supervisor and and they need they want to know all the documents that the probation officer needs you want to know from your attorney what all those documents are and you as soon as you know that you're you also want to know let your attorney know that you're aware that a narrative can be written, a release plan can be written, character reference letters can be gotten, and an allocution can be written. And if you see recognition on your attorney's face is a good sign. If you see a smile, that's a great sign. And if you see a question mark on their face, get another attorney. Because all of those things should be familiar. And the pre, at the pre-sentence interview at that time, while there's a lot of other information that I go through on another YouTube regarding what your attorney is learning from the probation officer, all the information that you are going to be gathering for your attorney, you want to have all of that complete and provided to your attorney 
so that your attorney, you should have about three months from the time that you have a guilty plea in, as 98% of those do, and the date of your pre-sentence interview. But a week or two before the interview, you want to have all that information to your attorney, and your attorney should have it to the probation officer. They can either have met in person, which is best. They will have, he, the attorney will have emailed all the information at one time so that nothing gets lost to the probation officer. And that probation officer, then these probation officers are overworked and have absolutely no time. And so they will appreciate getting all that information and being able to input it into their report at their convenience, so that by the time all of you meet, which is the probation officer, your attorney, and you at the interview, then it's a more relaxed environment, at least for them, for all of you to meet so that they can ask questions of you, because now they will know almost everything about you. And you will have answered through all the information you've provided. So they will have filled out most of their report ahead of time. And it allows them to get to know you more personally. So at the end of that brief interview, they will come away from that interview knowing that you're more prepared. And it will be a pleasant change for the probation officer. And they will in turn pass that information on to the judge because probation officers have the ear of the judge. And they also have the ability to make recommendations for the length of sentence and for placement and their opinion of you, the defendant. And so all of this can go to work in your favor. And so that's a good thing. And so into this pre-sentence report that they're going to now draft will be included your narrative, which is your story or autobiography, your release plan, which is what you plan to do. And judges want to know what your plan is to not come back to their courtroom again. They're, then you can also, they will weave into that how you explain your allocution, which is accepting responsibility, understanding remorse, and for the pain that you acknowledge that you've created to your victims. And so I can go into more, but that's a separate YouTube. But that's important because this is the most important meeting, at least for at this point in your life, and it will impact everything going forward. And so following this point and before you get to the sentencing hearing you will next have the opportunity to proofread the pre-sentence report because at the sentencing hearing the judge is going to ask you if you've had a time to read it and so i'm sure the judge asked me and i just said yes but i never i don't remember even seeing the pre-sentence report so you want to read it and make sure everything is accurate and that's a very big deal because while there may be reasons to correct a, a part of the pre-sentence report, that's another conversation. But everything up to this point 
you don't want to go back to the probation officer and try and get something fixed because it's expensive and it's time consuming and it's a very big if on the part of the judge, your attorney, and the probation officer. You just don't want to go there. And so everything needs to be as accurate as it can be on the first pass through, meaning by the time that you and your attorney, one to two weeks before the interview, give everything to the probation officer, it should be perfect. Lastly, you're in the courtroom. And if you're prepared and the narrative is good and it's written well and you have not been around enablers, you've been with people that are experts are good at mitigating efforts regarding your sentence and you've done well with your release plan and allocution you don't have to be perfect you can be nervous your attorney is going to ask if it's okay to make a placement request according to a program need 